What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 44 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. My name is Justin. Alongside me, as always, is Pedro. Pedro, how are you? How are we doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, we are in a different setup right now. Uh, my Mac laptop has completely crapped out. Uh, the battery, you know, doesn't last. Uh, so we are currently upstairs in my room on my Mac. Hopefully... It, the audio doesn't cut in and out. Maybe this will be, you know, the new spot for quite some time. Um, let's, you know, let's just get right into it. Uh, let's drop the puck. Pedro, so we have a lot to talk about. Uh, yep. Where would you like to start? It's up to you. I think we should start with the Islanders. You want to start with the Islanders? Uh, they deserve some love. I they think. do. Um, you know, I'm just going to get it out there. The one thing that I don't like yep. is all the Islander fans asking for love. You know what I mean? So, like, last yes. night last night I saw Kevin Connolly. Kevin oh, Connolly. Man. Yeah, so Kevin Connolly, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> E from uh, Entourage. Entourage, yeah. Uh, Patchogue native. Uh, he tweeted at the NHL Network pretty much saying, hey, when are you going to show us some love? Uh, I've, I, hey, Islanders are doing great. Islanders deserve what they got coming to them. You know, they, they're, they're playing outstanding. They haven't lost an actual game with, you know, losing two points since October, what, 14th 11th, or something, yeah. 11th? Yeah, they're on a 15-game point, point streak. streak. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to bash them at all, but I am going to bash the fact that everyone, every Islander fan is, like, on Twitter, like, ooh, show us some love, show us some love. Like, even the people with Spit and Chicklets. Like, that's, I think, I think I yeah, I think sp- the Spit and Chicklet guys are – purposely doing it just because they know the reaction that they get from these Islander fans. Well, it's like you listen to Ryan Whitney and he said it first and I think he's correct. Don't get like the Islanders are a good team. There's yeah, nothing no, wrong they, with they that. They definitely are. But they kind of play boring hockey like Witt said. I, I just don't really see the excitement. Like, yeah, they had a nice comeback win yesterday against Pittsburgh down 4-2. They are the like comeback kids. That, yeah, I agree. But their, their hockey is really not that fun to watch. Like, we like high-scoring games, like Witt said, and I totally agree with them. And like you said, like, why why asking for so much love? Your team's doing well. Just keep yeah, riding just the let wave. Just let it go, right? Let it, just let it go. Let Thank it you. Run. That's the only thing I wanted to get out there. But other than that, let's get back to, you know, they, they're playing great they're hockey. They're playing great hockey, uh, for sure. They, you know, whenever they're down, they're not out. Oh. Uh, they, I think it's... I think it's two or three games in a row now where they were down double-digit double goals in the third period, and they've come back to, you know, at least bring it to overtime and then end up getting the win or, you know, losing in a shootout. Uh, there's, you know, nothing else to say. Grice is playing amazing. Varlamov uh, is playing Varlamov. well yeah, they're, after they're, getting rid of I Lainer. think, you know, it's Barry Trotz, man. Oh, it's, I agree. It's I, Barry I, think it's, I think it's a system they play. They're, su- they're it's, very solid defensively. Uh, we look at even last year, they were they went from last in the league – in goals for in goals against to second in the league last year, and now they're doing it again. Yeah, it you know it and you know a fifteen three and one record. Uh, it's actually funny. I was at work today, and you know the Islander fans that I you know hang out with at work, uh, they're saying, "Hey, uh, can you know?" It, they, they're happy with the winning, but it's like they look at the scoreboard and the Capitals keep winning too. They can't make up any ground on the Capitals. You know, it, and you know, I, they have. I think the the Capitals have four games in hand. Uh, the Islanders have four games in Correct. hand on the Capitals, but you know, they they don't lose either. 
16, no. 3, and 4. Uh, I know the Rangers play them tonight. I don't know what's going to happen in that game. Uh, it could get ugly <laughs> quick, or they could end up surprising us. I don't know. The Rangers like to either play up to their competition or just play absolutely right. poorly. Yep. Uh, so, you know, they're rooting for the Rangers, obviously, tonight to see what ends up happening. Um, but any other, you know, and their fourth line's hurt. You know, Matt Martin's out for, I think, another three weeks. Um, you know, they just got Jordan Eberle back. Correct. They sent Ladd down to the AHL. Uh, how do you feel about Ladd? You think he's going to come back up ever? No. You think he's like he's playing right now. You think, you think he's going to be like a Corey Schneider situation? Yeah, I, I think the Islanders completely overpaid him when he even signed him to that seven-year deal. Seven year I think deal, it was yeah. just his – he was at the talent of his career. I don't even know why they signed him for that long of a deal. But as you mentioned, their goaltending is stellar. Uh, Bovili is playing great hockey. Barzell, as we expect, is playing great hockey. Derek Broussard, who they just who they brought in for a one year one point two billion dollar deal. No, he's he's been playing well as well. I uh, love Roman, um, was it Pulik in the back? Uh, Pulik scored yeah. the tying goal yesterday with like a minute left. I mean, their defense is solid. They've been playing great hockey, and they're playing all around defense, and that's how you win hockey games now. Yeah, completely you know, agree. They're boring. They're boring to watch, but they're playing great hockey, so I can't even argue with them right now. They are nine two and one at home, so they're defending home as well, and they're six and one away. So, you know, something to uh, keep an eye on. Let's see if they can keep up. You know, the streak that they got going on. And if they do, right now, they're they could be the favorites to win the cup right now, right behind Washington. Ooh, did you just say that? I did. Whoa. They're young. It's no, it's early. But they they're they're rolling right now. No, they they they, they, they completely that. are rolling. But let's uh, take it right, easy. I'll, put, take, the, I'll take, put the brakes on. Take it easy. I'll put the brakes on. Take it easy. Uh, let's move on. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? We could. Uh, I'm just kind of. I want to talk about the Leafs. The the, the train the struggling wreck? Toronto the, the Maple Leafs. All right, a uh, five game losing streak. They now? are on a five game losing streak. I think they've only won two games out of the past like fourteen or sixteen, something crazy Yikes. like that. Uh, I know Tavar, the captain Tavares, was uh, hurt for quite some time, but he is back. Uh, what do you think the issue is with them? Well, Marner's out right now, correct? Correct. Mitch Marner is out. Uh, I, I don't know. I, you know. I, I, well, this is the question that's going around in the hockey world: Is Mike Babcock on the hot seat? See, is this a coaching thing? I, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily a coaching thing, just because of the success rate that coach Babcock has had for pretty much his whole career uh you know he's always coached teams to I don't know I I don't know what's going on with them and you know the Toronto media is one of the next to worst fucking things in the world for sure so you know the Toronto media is just gonna rip them apart and that's what they're doing um obviously expectations are super high in Toronto right now and they're not living up to the hype they're not living up to expectations uh I don't even think Nylander's playing that great. I don't have the numbers right in front of me. But uh, I don't think Nylander's playing that great. I think the defense has been pretty shoddy. Uh, goaltending, likewise, Freddie Anderson. Who knows? what is he the real number one? That's another question that people have to ask themselves. I, I just think, obviously, there's gonna be, you can't trade 25 guys, right? You, you no. can't. You just can't. So there has to be a, uh, a change somewhere. Do I think that starts... With Babcock, unfortunately, might have to. And it's a shame to say that because I don't think this is a coaching problem. I, I truly don't. I, I, think I don't this, I think this is a team problem, and I think they just need to figure it out. 
But piggybacking off of that, Kyle Dubas, the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, I heard this from Spit and Chicklet, so I'm giving the boys credit for that because they brought this up. <clears throat> it was either Biz or Wit, I'm not remembering who. Um, uh, Kyle Dubas is close with Sheldon Keefe, who is the AHL coach down in uh, with the Marlies. Mm. So is there something going on there? Is there a possibility that they could give him a shot in the league? Um, it's possible. I mean, if if Babcock is really on that hot seat, if if Toronto keeps obviously if Toronto keeps on this trend, obviously something has to change. And you can't trade twenty five guys, especially no, with correct. what two guys making more than eleven million, and you got yeah, you got uh, Tavares making eleven, and you have Austin Matthews making eleven point six. There you go. So I mean, it's you know it's just it's tough. Uh, and then actually you got what is I don't even know what Marner's making. I think Marner's, Marner makes ten, right? Marner is making Mitch Marner is making ten. Ten, yeah. right? So yeah. I mean you have that much locked you up have, into you have three players in double digits. Yeah, and that's it's gonna cause an issue. For um, sure. It's gonna be a ripple effect. I mean, I'm looking at their defense and their defense is not great, to say the least. Uh you have Morgan Riley. I mean, I don't really enjoy Cody CC. Jake Muzzin, you know, he was great. He was, he was, he, I wouldn't say he was great, but he was a solid defenseman over in LA when he was in LA. Uh, I'm going to be the first one to admit I haven't really watched much Maple Leafs hockey. Right. Um, but I mean, after that, I mean, you got Tyson Barry, who, you know, came over from Colorado. Uh, but then after that, you got Travis Dermott, you have uh, Martin Marcinin and Justin Hall. So uh, it, it could be, you know, I don't know. They got to figure it out. And guess what? I forgot Jason Spezza was even on that team. Yeah. So I, he hasn't. He's. Ooh, excuse me. He just uh, started playing now, pretty much after uh, Marner's injury. So but I, I think, like I said before, I think Toronto just has to figure it out as a team. I think this is a team issue. I think they just have to sit down and talk about it, figure out what's going on, figure out their identity. Because if they don't, unfortunately, it's going to fall on the back of the coach. Well, in their next five games, uh, they have Buffalo twice. They have Arizona, who's actually pretty red hot right now. Oh, Ari- yeah. Arizona's Arizona, doing extremely well. Uh, Arizona, Colorado, and Detroit. So you think you can, you know, Buffalo hasn't been playing that great as of late. Uh, the Red Wings are the Red Wings right now. Hey, they've been, pretty, been playing well, too. They acquired Fabry. Fabry's been playing extremely well for them after being acquired from St. Louis. St. Louis. Louis. And uh, so we'll see. If they could turn it around, um, hopefully they – I mean, they should. They should. Yeah, that's that's where I was trying to get at. Uh, but but I, I like who you just brought up, the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, they are. They red have hot. been playing very well as of late. They uh, are red hot. They are what fourth? Uh, they're fourth in the fourth? Western Conference. Uh, they are thirteen seven and two, and they've won their last two. Yeah, they they've been playing well. Um, Shout out to some old Rangers on that team Derek holding Stepan, it down. Auntie, Auntie Ronta, who played well. They have back to back shutouts, I believe, right? Uh, from both their goaltenders, I just believe just got shutouts. Well, there you go. Post a second straight shutout. Right? Yes, you're right. Yep. On Toronto, uh, the Kings save. last night. The Kings are a train wreck. Yeah, let's just uh, Kovalchuk, a great guy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, again, Arizona is is another team, up and coming team, and they're playing well. And you know, hopefully they keep up this pace so they can go back to the playoffs. Where I think that team finally. No, they're fun. To be. They're fun in the playoffs, man. When they oh, do the sure. when they, when yeah. they do the whiteout. White I mean, how 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 can't you root for you know? How can't you root for them? I agree. It's uh, kind of Winnipeg. You know, and they got you know Kessel over there. Uh, Grabner, I forgot about Michael Grabner. Michael Grabner, yep. Uh, X Ranger. Uh, they have a few uh, ex uh, Blackhawks as well. They got Vinny Hinestroza. Uh, who else do they have? 
But again, you know, this also goes back to goaltending. Their goaltending is playing well. They're they're right up there, and watch out for them. You know, it's a surprise. Let's let's do some surprises. Okay. You mean like our standings because they're all like. Our predictions from earlier. Oh, I don't remember our predictions. They're just trash. But they probably are. Oh, horrible. they're trash. Yeah, they're, they're horrible. horrible. Um, but who are who are some surprises right now? Uh, let's just good scroll. and bad or just bad? no. Yeah, both. Both. both? Um, well, so, Washington's not a surprise. No, Washington, the Islanders to me are a surprise. Islanders are definitely a surprise. Right Boston, now. no. David Pasternak is a surprise. He's he an is animal. Red hot. He's an animal. Red hot. Uh, he leads. You know, he leads the league in goals. He has 19 goals right now. That is. He and Dreisaitl, is, I, I'm sorry. Leon Draisaitl has sorry, 44 I, points. Yeah, we're talking about surprises, but Leon Draisaitl, 44 points in how many games? 23? Yeah, he has... Uh, like yeah. 23 games? 16 goals, uh, 28 assists. He's averaging two points a game. Yeah, that's filthy. That's wild. That's filthy. That is wild. Uh, plus minus, dude. JP, uh, JG uh, Peugeot from uh, Ottawa. He's trying to get paid. That's who the Rangers should go after. I hated him when we played him. Yeah, because he, yeah, he, he beat killed us, us by himself. He killed us. Yeah. He absolutely destroyed us. <coughs> um, he beat us. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, so if we keep going, Carolina yeah. is, uh, I mean, 13-7-1. I know, think we both had him up high, though. We had him yeah, second no, or third. Yeah, right? they weren't you know, all the way up there. Uh, Florida's kind of shocking me right now. In uh, a good way or a bad way? In a, I, I don't remember where I had them exactly, but... I didn't expect. I mean, you know, they got some good young players. They right. got Barkov. You know, they have. You know, they just brought in Bobrovsky, but they haven't been getting the goaltending out of Bobrovsky in like the third periods. So mm-hmm. I mean, not against when, Rangers. Yeah, well, <coughs> well they did against <laughs> the yeah, exactly. Of course, <laughs> of course. Um, uh, who else we got? Montreal. Uh, I haven't. Yeah, to be honest, I haven't watched much Montreal hockey. Um, I know they. I know Druin's hurt. Jonathan Druin's hurt. I, uh, you know, they're 11, six and four. They're in six in the Eastern conference, 26 points. Pittsburgh. How do you feel about Pittsburgh right now? Obviously they're ravished with injuries. No Crosby, yeah, no out Latang. For, yep. Crosby's uh, out for quite some time. Yeah. So without their big man, I mean, before last night, I don't think they're that bad. I think they're, they're obviously still in the hunt. So that's, that's a positive. Uh, Malkin has been playing. Okay. Not too bad. Matt Murray's been good in goal. Uh, but I'm not that surprised. I, I think Pittsburgh is still, you know, they're not the old Pittsburgh that they used to be, obviously. But they're they're chugging along. They're, they're, they're still in the hunt. Uh, then we have the F- AV-led Philadelphia Flyers. What a guy. Uh, Konechny uh, is leading the team in points with 20. No shot uh, He there. has eight goals, 12 assists. Uh, where's my man... Kevin Hayes, the uh, seven-year deal. Oh, eight, eight points, four goals, four assists for Kevin Hayes. Uh, don't know if he's necessarily living up to that hype right now uh, over in Philadelphia. Um, but you know they, they're they're a solid team. They have Oscar Limbaum. Uh, they have Sean Couturier, Claude Giroux, Jacob Voracek, Ivan Provorov. So I mean the the list goes on and on. Um, they're goaltending. They've, you know, Carter Hart has played 14. Brian Elliott, who was originally supposed to be their starter when they signed him, uh, he has played 11 games. Uh, uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, eight games, I'm sorry. Uh, he started eight games. So Elliott is four and two. Carter Hart's six and five and two. So you, 
He's, he's struggling a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Carter, they both they're, have, they're both they both have a 2.72 goal against average. Um, Carter Hart's the only one with a shutout for the Flyers. They're, they're okay. I, I think they're kind of where we all kind of expected them. We didn't know where they were going to be. Um, but the next year we're about to talk about talk about a hot start and blowing it again two years in a row. With the Buffalo Sabres. Um, when I went to the game against Buffalo, they were I think they were like 7-1-1. Oh, when the Rangers, when the Rangers, like six, when the Rangers they were, I saw this on TV the other day. They were nine one and one. They were nine one and nine, one. one and eight, eight, eight one and one or nine one and one. When they yeah, played yeah, the Rangers yeah, yeah. and the Rangers won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I you know, hot start and obviously Jack Eichel's doing Jack Eichel things. He leads the team in goals, assists, and points. Yeah, no surprise. Uh, you know, he has thirteen goals, twelve assists for twenty five points. Um, Sam Reinhardt is right behind him. Uh. An old ranger named uh, Jimmy Vesey has... Does he play? He, he plays. He does play. He does play. He has. Two... I've never heard his name once. He has two points. Good for him. He has uh, two assists. He doesn't have any goals. No right? goals. And uh, he's Kobe currently... Baker Award winner. And I know they actually put him on the second line, and they had Mr. Jeff Skinner on the third line. Third line Jeff Skinner. With second line Jimmy Vesey. Don't know how that really works out. Guess a little shift there. I mean, they've um, been they've been trending down. Yeah, so no, I mean, absolutely. I guess you need to change uh, a little bit since they're nine right? one and one start. You know, now they are. <laughs> yeah, now they're <laughs> ten eight and three. Yeah. So definitely Brutal. trending down. Yeah. Uh, but they are currently in the ninth spot in the Eastern Conference, twenty three points. Uh, then we just spoke about Toronto, who's in tenth place. Uh, definitely a big shock. Uh, Toronto is definitely a shock yep. to us. Uh, another big shock, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, one sh- thing that doesn't shock me about that team is that Kevin Shattenkirk is having a year. Oh, yeah. Kevin Shattenkirk is having a year for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I just I felt it. You know, I just felt it in my gonads. Uh, when we got rid of, when we waived Kevin Shattenkirk, I knew, I knew that he was going to have a big year for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, in 18 games played, he currently has 15 points. He has five goals and 10 assists. I think he had, like, three goals for us all of last season. Yeah. I, I mean, again, you have to look who he's playing with. He's got Hedman. He's got... And he's, um, he's playing with, you know, he's playing with the guy he wanted to play with. Yeah. He wanted to play with McDonough. He's with McDonough, and, uh, I mean... He's in a good he's in a good spot right now and good for him. Um, unfortunately, it just stinks that it didn't work out in his hometown and especially for you know guys like us who really wanted him to to succeed, to succeed. at yeah, home. Yeah, absolutely. And but you know what? It, it it just it was just it just had to be. Um, I, I look at the Rangers now. I look at Adam Fox. But, but Adam Fox. Is gonna me, be a beast. Yes, Adam Fox has been great. He's gonna be. But a beast. We're, I'm gonna I'm gonna anyway. S- veer off real quick. Hold on. Did it have to be? It yes. could have. It could have been Brandon Smith. <sighs> Could have been. been. What has he done? Nothing. I, I, he's been playing he's, what? He's Honestly, a plug. He's, yeah, but he's, he's been a plug. playing well on the fourth line. I'm not going to argue with him. I'm not going to argue with that. I think he's been playing okay. I think I think they should have kept Shattenkirk. Let let Libor marinate in the AHL for a year, and they they should have ran Fox Shattenkirk and uh, uh, Fox Shattenkirk Truba and Truba. On the right side. Okay, but you wouldn't have the cap to sign Panarin, 
Th- this and was a cap thing. It, it wasn't more of his play. This was a cap situation. You had to get rid of him. No, but they could have gotten. Like I said, they could have got. They could have bought out. Uh, they could have bought out Brandon Smith. Yeah, but they would. They just saved two million by buying out Chattenkirk. Yeah. Except not. Well, this year they did. Next year they're paying that six million. Yes, next year they are paying the six million. But this is good for Tampa because they had. They just destroyed the league last year. Completely destroyed the league. And, and then, now and they're finally the now they're finally back to reality. So this could. Do you see them oh, making the playoffs? Oh yeah, definitely. They'll turn you, it around. Turn, for sure. Turn around. Yeah, Columbus, no surprise here. Ottawa's in front of the Rangers. I'm surprised there. New Jersey has been only by a point. Only by a point. New Jersey has been god awful, brutal. So let's talk about Corey Schneider. Um, Corey Schneider was brought in to obviously be that guy to be that guy after Marty Bruder. Correct. A lot of people, I'm just going to throw this out there, were saying that Corey Schneider was better than Henrik Lundqvist. I'm just going to leave it at that. That's all I'm going to say. Injuries have definitely plagued Corey Schneider. No doubt. For sure. But this year, he's been relatively healthy, and he just hasn't been performing. Uh, They sent him down. He cleared waivers. Uh, So now he is currently, I guess, where's their... Binghamton. Binghamton. So he is now with the Binghamton, whatchamacallit, uh, you know, Devils. is it just the Devils? Yeah. <laughs> Binghamton Devils. And uh, I hope he turns it around. You know, I it's just, it's sad to see. Um, but maybe it will turn him around. Um, I mean, it can, it, it's Mackenzie Blackwood's net. It, it's it's his thing. Um, They just brought Louis Domingue after they traded for him from Tampa. And it's 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 a bad it's 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 Blackwood's net now. And Corey Schneider unfortunately did not live to the expectation of being Brodor's, you know, taking Brodor's throne. And he he just couldn't do it. Yeah, he was and the heir to the throne. Was, yeah, and he just couldn't do it. Like you said, injuries have have, have played a factor. Uh, he hasn't been the goaltender he has been when he was in Vancouver, and it's it was just. Unfortunately, you know, it, it happens, and that that's it for him. I mean, that's – to me, I think he's done. I, I don't see him playing Coming back else. up. I, no, I mean, yeah. what, I, you know, how many chances can he get? You, you've been playing bad. Very bad. Very bad. The whole team has been bad. The whole bad. team has just been In rattled. shambles, and now let's but, – let... but, but the team, they, they're okay. It, it's the goaltending that was the issue. Yes, that team could have won three. Did, that team could have won five games if they had better goaltending. Did you see PK Subban lose his skates last night I or did. two nights ago? Yep, he got absolutely smoked, smoked by uh, what's his name on Boston? Uh, I'm blanking on his name, but some Boston Bruin absolutely put PK Subban in a blender and drank yep. him as a fucking protein shake. Yeah. Um, Let's move on to the Rangers. The two surpri- two huge surprises are Ryan Strom for me and Tony D'Angelo. D'Angelo, not so much because I've always liked D'Angelo. I give you credit for that. Yes, I apologize. I've, I've, I've always liked D'Angelo, offensive defenseman. He has kept his politics BS uh, off social media for mm-hmm. the most part. Uh, he just plays his game. Uh, apparently, he's a he's a team favorite. He's a goofball. You know, he makes the team laugh. Uh, but Ryan Strom, man, he is making a case for himself. He is second on the team in points. He has six goals, 12 assists, uh, 18 points, and eight. He's a point-per-game guy right now. Yep. Um, now, here's the question. 
do you sell high on him? There's your question. Do you sell high on Ryan Strom? If he keeps playing this way? If he keeps up what he's doing. He's 26. I keep him. So I think he fits the mold of this, of this rebuild and everything. I keep him. The way he's playing with Panarin well, and Fost. Also, also, do you think it's like a... No, you, do you think Strom's production right now is... Because of Panarin? Because of Artemi Panarin. Well, you got Panarin for the next seven years. So Well, that's true. I, I mean, keep Strom. I mean, if Strom's playing this well, you can't break him apart. Especially when Javanajak comes back. I am not breaking that line apart. No, I don't... I'm you, keeping yeah, Strom you, in the middle. I'm keeping Foss on the wing, and I'm keeping Panarin on that left and side. if Quinn does break up that line and puts Zibby back with Panarin... Which I don't think he will, anyway. I mean... He can't. He, he, he just he, can't. It can happen. You put, you'll put you put Zibanejad with Kreider and Buchnevich, or you could put Zibanejad with Kreider and Kako. That's a, that's a line you can do. Yeah, but I am no. not. I'm not breaking up that line. There's no way they're playing too well together. Uh, then Tony D'Angelo uh, is third on our team with 15 points. He has six goals, nine assists. That guy knows when to pinch, and For he sure. gets to the front of the net. And if that's, I mean, I saw a, I, I saw a graphic on MSG, and it showed like where his goals were scored, and everything yeah. was within like three feet of the net. Yeah. He, he, he knows when to come in and swoop right in, and it's just top shelf. Yeah, uh, D'Angelo's been playing great. Uh, definitely our best defender right now, no doubt about it. 100%. Um, Bushnevich, what do you think about I, – I, I, I think he's playing well. I, I mean, think he's not, playing well. He I think a, he should have a few more goals. I yeah. think he's a little snake bitten right now yeah. uh, when it comes to goal scoring. Uh, he's been robbed a few times. I know last game he he got robbed at least twice, yeah. like right in front of the – like right on the doorstep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's been playing well. I mean, Zibanejad's... All right, can we talk about Zibanejad real quick? Sure. Can we just admit that it's a concussion? What he his injury is? It's an upper body injury, and he's been out for how long? They don't want to admit. Weeks. They don't want to admit that it's a concussion because of how many concussions he's already had. Can we just? I I I I want. It's, it's funny gotta that be you a concussion. It's gotta be a concussion. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the Rangers in general or they are so, a lot of teams. They're they, very quiet with, and yeah, very particular exactly. I hate it. about their injuries, and I don't know why. It's kind of like when they sign someone, they never disclose the term. They never disclose the money that they make. And with their injuries, they are just so particular about what they say about their injuries. It has to be a concussion. It has I to, will put money on it. It has to be. I mean... I mean, after watching the hit, I've watched the hit a few times. It's definitely concussion-worthy hit um definitely you know so i i it annoys me that they're so to the to the to the chest with you know i mean what what do you think a team's going to target zibanejad's head again like like because you said he had a concussion i i I don't know if that's the fear um i i mean if any team did that they're a bunch of scumbags oh yeah but you know the the rings aren't blunt about it they need to be blunt yeah and say what it is you say he's getting closer he's out the week you say he's getting closer he's out another week you're saying he's he's in a, skating. He's a, he's in a red right, yeah, yeah he's yeah, in a he's red skating, non-contact great. jersey he's out again he's not playing again this week so it obviously like you said like you mentioned it's it's obviously something that's more serious and yeah concussion could only be the only yeah it's, it's gotta be the, only the protocol yeah. i mean i don't know what else it can be um they'll only tell you the truth like Four weeks after, like yeah, a month after, like, oh, like, oh are you okay? Oh, yeah. what's wrong? Oh, yeah, some headaches. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. all right. Uh, um, Chris Kreider to me has been a disappointment. Uh, he he's playing better. 
playing better, but better. he he's so, you know, he has those nights where he just disappears. And then he has those nights where he's very, very noticeable. Wow, that's just, that's, that's his, I know. And it, it's annoying because of his body, his the way he's built and the speed that he has, he should be an X factor almost every single game. I agree. He's lethal on the power play in front with deflections. His speed is unbelievable, which I think he should use more. But like you said, his body. He should use his yeah, body he's, more. he's an animal. Yeah. Uh, Kako has six goals, two assists. He's really started picking it up. Yep. Uh, he was out with the flu. Uh, so I sent Osmosis Jones to uh, take care of that. Uh, he should be back tonight, I think, uh, if all goes well. Then you got, you know, Adam Fox. We're not going to go through the whole lineup. Uh, but Adam Fox has been playing great. Heedle's been an animal since he came back. Uh, we didn't bring up one thing. What? Leah Sanderson. Okay. Uh, Leah Sanderson actually scored a goal today. I did. I saw that. Uh, so... Leas was just misused. Uh, I don't agree with the way that they handled Leas Anderson. Uh, maybe he, you know, somehow, I mean, one goal in one game, that's a good start. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, but if he's not getting, you know, 18 to 20 minutes in Hartford, then there's a real issue. Do you start listening to offers? Well, I well I texted you about uh, the whole, maybe it was about Jessica Jessica yeah. Uh That's an interesting one. Now, I think we would still have to throw in a little bit more. Uh, right. It would probably have to be Anderson Plus for Pugliarvi. Uh I wouldn't mind it, though. Pugliarvi's finish. So you have the two finished di- uh, dynamic Kako. duos but with Kako and Pugliarvi. Uh I know Pugliarvi has said <coughs> that he uh, he's staying over in uh, Finland. Yeah, yeah, in Finland for the year. But he can always change his mind, man. I mean, the reason why I think he's saying that and his agent's saying that is because he's still a part of the Edmonton Oilers. Um, you know, if the Rangers ended up getting a deal done for Pugliarvi before the December 1st deadline, I think that there's a real chance that Pugliarvi would come over. If he just, he, he's done with Edmonton. He does not want to be there. No. Um, so I think that's like, you know, that's like kind of like, obviously Nylander went back and played, but that was, that was like, a, you know, that was kind of like that was just a contract. contract. Yeah. Like Pugliarvi does not want to be there. He just doesn't want to play. Yeah. Him. Uh, so I think that's the only reason why Pugliarvi is saying it. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, I do think if he was traded to the Rangers before December 1st and he was able to play the rest of the year, I do think he would come over and I would love to have, uh, Jesse Pugliarvi on our team. Um, I think Alexander Georgiev has been outplaying Henrik. Just my two cents. Yep. Uh, I think Henrik, you know, my dad says it all the time watching the games. Henrik goes down way too quick, way too quick. If you watch him tonight, he's always down on his knees on the pads before, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, it kind of annoys me and he always gets beat high. Um, so my boy Igor Shesterkin has been playing phenomenally in the AHL. He's been lights out. So who knows? Do you see Georgiev being trade bait? Bring up Shesterkin for the second uh, half. I mean, possibly. If, if I, Henrik's got one more year on his contract, so unless they've, Henrik said he wants to be a Ranger for life, unless they somehow talk Henrik into being traded, and letting the second half of the year be Shesterkin and Georgiev. Georgiev's got to be the odd man out. Well, yeah, you're not going to trade Sisterkin. Exactly. Right? You're not gonna no, you're not, gonna, no so, you're not going to trade Sisterkin. Obviously, Georgiev's the odd man out, unless Hank decides to not 
play his final year, which I highly doubt he will, because he already said he wants to play his entire contract out. Which Correct. he will. He's 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 royalty there, so he will finish his contract. Um, but I I think it's time for Hank to put on the brakes. I mean, like you said, both goaltenders are not playing well whatsoever. They both yeah. are not playing well. But I do think Georgiev's outplaying Henrik. Yes. Yeah. I would think so. And he's younger, and he has more to learn. And Lundqvist, I think, should be more of a mentor than the guide now, pretty much. So I think it's time for Georgiev to take majority of the games instead of instead of Lundqvist. I think his I think his time, unfortunately, has uh, has gone. Uh, let's see. Um, then we have obviously the Red Wings at the bottom, which was no shock to us. Um, it's starting to play well. Yeah, but I mean, I I always saw them being at the bottom. You know, I think you did too. Uh, oh, it's yeah. no shock to both of us. Uh, if we head over to the Western Conference, you have the defending, the reigning defending uh, Stanley Cup champions, uh, St. Louis Blues, up at the top. No shock. Thirteen four and five with thirty one points, and this is without Tarasenko. May I add? Yeah, he's out for what five months. My fantasy team is hurting. Yes. Oh, brutal. Yeah. Uh, my fantasy team started off the uh, the season two and oh, two weeks in a row, and then I lost Tarasenko and Zibanejad both in the same week, and now I lost Kucherov. So let's just say game over. Yeah, I'm tanking. Yeah, game over. Um, second place, Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, Drysaddle, absolute that's freaks. It. That's all you yeah, have to say. absolute freaks. Um, the Avalanche. In third place, thirteen six and two. What do you think about the Avalanche? Again, I think the, I mentioned them in the playoffs. I think they're in the playoffs, no doubt. Uh, unfortunately, they're Miko Rantanenless. Yes, uh, still injured. Nathan McKinnon's a beast. Cal McCarr is a Cal McCarr is going to win the Calder Trophy. He's a beast. Yeah, uh, Bro, uh, Brokowski's been playing well in his new team. Uh, Jonas Donskoy has been playing good too. He's been beasting it up lately. Nazem Kadri, who I think the Leafs just made a... <laughs> whatever. Uh, that's a trade we could just not bring up. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, former Ranger, um, Ryan, Graves, Ryan Graves, who's actually getting a shot in the league, has been playing well as well. Uh, so this team is, is flowing. They're young. They're they're on the rise. And Grubauer's looking I, good, too. Oh, yeah. I expect them to definitely be in the playoffs this season. No doubt about it. They've been, they've been playing well. Uh, then we got we already spoke about Arizona. Arizona's in fourth. And then we got the Winnipeg Jets in fifth, thirteen eight and one. Who I think Neil Pionk is leading their defense in ice time. Well, Neil Pionk. He's been playing well. He he played well for the Rangers. A lot of people don't think he played well for the Rangers. He played well. And I remember we were at that game when he scored that oh, spectacular against, goal against Montreal. By the way, which against Montreal. Every time I see that highlight, we I think me and Justin were there. Yeah. We actually saw that in person. Um. I th- you know I don't want to get back onto the Rangers because we always do, but I think Lindy Ruff had a big part of why Neil Pionk wasn't Neil Pionk. Uh, but that's you know a different different but topic. They're, they're playing well. They're top guys, of course. Shifley, Wheeler, Nikolai Ehlers. They're they're, they're all playing well. Uh, then we have Dallas in sixth. They are eight two. I, I'm sorry. Uh, they are twelve eight and two. Um. Dallas is doing Dallas things, kind of. I mean, finally, yeah. They were, well, they're on a four-game four win streak. Yeah, right? they're, they're uh, their last ten. They're eight one and one. That's after head coach Jim Montgomery called out his top players, pretty much, and actually apologized afterwards, I which didn't I hear, thought I was didn't interesting. Hear him apologize. 
Yeah, he apologized to his top players pretty much, saying that he didn't mean to call them out in the media, this and that. I mean, he made it pretty obvious that he was calling them out. But I I think that's what top players need. I think the top players need to be called out sometimes in the media and take that as um, motivation and get their adrenaline pumping, like Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan, obviously. But now they're playing well and back at it playing Dallas hockey. Uh, next we got the Vegas Golden Knights, who are – Three, four, and three in their last ten. They won the last two. Uh, I, I love watching the Golden Knights. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, William Carlson, Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone, beasts. Um, Riley Smith is playing great. Uh, what you know? Do they still have a uh, who? Who sent Peary down? Do they still have Peary? Vegas. Vegas does. Yes, Brandon Peary. Uh, <laughs> that guy just does not get. I mean, last year he played great, and he just kept getting. Sent up and down, up and down, up and down. Why is no one else taking a shot on this guy? It, you know, it's like these players, like some of these players that are getting put on waivers should not, you know, they should be getting claimed. Another one, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but I know I know how a few Islander fans feel, but Josh Hosang, he has done, he's not even, he hasn't reported. He's just, you know. He, I honestly forgot about him. Yeah, Josh Hosang. He got sent down, and he said, "I don't want to play in the AHL." So he's—they just told him to stay away from the team. Huh. Dude, he, they, he demanded a trade after the rest of the NHL passed up on claiming him for free. That's just got to be an attitude thing, right? For sure. Yeah, I, you got to. I mean, he's got. I, there's talent. obviously something brewing. He's got talent. Yeah, there. there's obviously something wrong there where people don't want to take a risk on this guy, and. With Brandon Peary, uh, with Brandon Peary, I mean, like I honestly couldn't tell you. And I, I don't know what's what's what the deal is there. Is that maybe another attitude thing? I don't think so. I but. don't think so either. Um, Flower is doing Flower things. He's eleven five and one. Uh, Malcolm Subban has the the Subban brothers are just you know rough start to the season. Oh three and two, so he has not produced a um, a regulation win yet. Um, let's see. Who else do we have going up here? Uh, Vancouver's after them. Um, Calgary, Chicago. Any of these teams you want to talk about? Calgary's kind of a shock to me. I thought Calgary would be a little better than they were right now. They're 10, 11, and 3. Kachuk is obviously... They've lost their last four. Um, so Calgary has lost their last yeah, four. They're slipping a little bit. Um, Chicago. Robin Leonard's playing great. Yeah. Robin no, Leonard. I'm not surprised. Robin Leonard has been playing great for Chicago, and I think the defense in Chicago is worse than the defense in New York. Obviously, so imagine what Leonard would have been doing if he was still an Islander, which he wanted to be. Well, he won the Masterson as a Ranger, so Leonard. Yeah, he won the Masterson as a Ranger. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. For both I, forgot, teams. I forgot about that thing. That that mix up. Um, then you got Anaheim, uh, who. Who I don't know what you think about Anaheim. Um, I know you thought that they were going to be like dead last. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but they're you know they're five hundred. Uh, I think they got good. You know, Hiller I think is a good goalie. You know, I, they still got you know uh, Gibson. Gibson. Yeah, they got John Gibson. But that's yeah. What did I say? I mean, Hiller I don't think plays anymore. No, but, I don't uh, know why. It's I said, fine. I don't know it's why fine. I said Jonas Hiller back in the day. Uh, Ryan John Miller. Gibson. They have Ryan Miller. Yeah. Um, Silverberg, Getzloff, Raquel, Henrique, 
I still hate it's a young Adam. Team. I still hate Adam Henrik. Still bashing 2012, eh? I still hate Adam Henrik. It's okay. Um, but let's move on to the Nashville Predators, who I believe are a shock. Yeah, they signed Roman Yost to that massive deal. Which uh, is, like you said, deserved. Well-deserved. Um, uh, you got two but, defensemen leading your team. Yes, uh, which is problematic, I would think. Uh, but, we, you know, uh, Duchesne only has five goals, so I think you expect a little more out of him in the goal column. Uh, you got Forsberg, Benino, Victor Arvidsson, Ryan Johansson. They got a solid team. Pecorine is eight and three and two. Uh, UC Saros, however, one five and one. Uh, so maybe they need a little more from their backup goaltending. Uh, but I, I still think that they'll turn it around. I think they're too good they should to turn it around. Uh, you know to really bite the bullet there. Uh, another shocker to me, San Jose. Yeah. Uh, 10, 11, and 1. They have 21 points, and they are currently in 13th place in the Western Conference. Um, thoughts? <sighs> Speechless? I, I mean, I don't really... I'm just surprised. that This team started out, what, 0-5? Before right, they man. even got their own... Before they even got their first win? They are just not playing well whatsoever. They're six and four in their last ten. Yeah, um, I, seven and five at home. I mean, they they just have such a good team that how how is it even possible that they're even this bad? Uh, Joe Thornton, come on, old man Joe's back there. Uh, you know, but he only has six points. He has six assists. He hasn't registered a goal yet. Uh, you know, Evander Kane has twelve goals, seven assists. Logan Couture leads the team. Only three goals for Logan Couture. I mean, 19 assists, but... Only three goals. Only three goals. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Hurdle has 10 goals, 11 assists. Uh, Eric Carlson, two goals, 14 assists. Patrick Marlowe's back there. I forgot he uh, signed back. He has four goals, five assists. Uh, Martin Jones is 8-8. Eight and eight. He has a 3.34 goal against average. And Aaron Dell hasn't been much better, or he's actually been worse. Uh, five games played. He's two and three with a three point three eight goal against average. Uh, they rattled expe- everywhere. I expect the Sharks to turn it around. Turn it around. Yes. I if they if the Sharks don't make the playoffs, I will be shocked. Shocked. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say about After that. After signing Carlson to that massive eight year deal. Fourteenth uh, place, you have the Minnesota Wild. Not surprised. Uh, not surprised at all. After the contracts that they dealt out this past offseason, uh, and then, you know, firing their GM, you know. That was a mess. You know, we spoke about that in the offseason, and it's just a mess. I just can't. Well, I mean, I mean, I just don't get how you allow a GM to – no no, no hate on Zuccarello at all. Uh but I don't know because I love Zook. I've always loved Zook, and I will forever love Zook because Zook is Zook. Uh, but I don't know how you go and allow your GM to sign a 32-year-old Mad Zuccarello to a five-year deal at six million a pop, and then you go and fire him. What? How? Uh, how many weeks later? Three weeks later. Yeah. Uh, they're they're up there in age. You got Zach Parisi, who's 35. Zook is 32. Koivu is 36. Eric Stahl, 35. 
Suter is 34. You know, it just goes on and on. And, you know, the goaltending, Dubnik is 33, and Alex Delac is 32. So, you know, they're not much younger. Uh, you know. It's a team that is, just like you mentioned, getting older. Uh, Bill Guerin, who's obviously their new general manager, mm-hmm. is should try and just change the culture there. He's He's got to try and do something. The state of hockey has <laughs> has really got to turn their team around. Uh, but what they haven't been in the playoffs since what? Twenty uh, sixteen. Yeah, right around there. I think they missed the last three seasons, and they haven't won. They haven't gone to the second round in what? I think it was like six years, something like that. I'm don't quote me on that, but yeah. something around that, which is pretty crazy. So they got to get back to where they were before. And then finally, in the dump. Welcome to Dumsville, the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, eight wins, 12 losses, one overtime loss for 17 points, and that suits them in last place in the West. You called this one. I always gave them the benefit of a doubt. <laughs> nope. Um, but what is going on with the Kings? You know, Andre Kopitar leads the team with 22 points, seven goals, 15 assists. Drew Doughty right behind him. 13 points, 5 goals, 8 assists, but he's a minus 8 on the ice. Uh, then you got Dustin Brown, 10 points. Alex Afalo is 10 points. And after that, it just, you know. Uh, Kempe went back to the KHL, correct? I mm, Did he? There, there were rumors swirling around that he's going back to the KHL. I'm not sure. Uh, he It says that he five days ago he responded well to being scratched. Oh, I'm thinking of another Kempe. I'm th- I'm sorry. Scratch everything I just said. <laughs> everything. Okay. Uh, so, and then you got the whole Ilya Kovalchuk ordeal. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk is now going to be a healthy scratch. Uh, there were there were talks that they were going to release him, yep. but then there were talks that that you know Kovalchuk just said I'm here to do whatever the team needs. Uh, if that's being benched. Then so be it. But now you're benching your second highest paid player. Uh, he's 36. He's making 6.25. I, I just don't think. I just don't know. In 17 games, he had three goals, six assists. I, I just don't know what he. But was a minus 10. Thinking of, like, did he think the league was the way it was when he left it? I don't know. I mean, it's the league is so fast now. I mean, you got guys who are like 32, 33 who can't even keep up with the kids anymore. It's true. So it's like, you know, he was 35 when he came back. So I just don't know what he expected out of that. I don't know what he, what, if he thought the league was the same as it was. Like, it was just a grind. Now it's a fast-paced game. He can't keep up the game anymore. And no, with the ice being bigger over in the KHL, you know, it kind of it definitely slows the game down. Yeah. Um, it's, it's man-to-man there. Yeah. You know, it's man-to-man. You just follow your man around. Here it's obviously, you know, there's positioning, there's, there's systems going on. And mm-hmm. obviously Kovalchuk knows that. But it's a different league now. It's it's fast. It's it's scary. <laughs> um, my boy Jonathan Quick, who I love, although I didn't love him, might be time know. to trade him. Um, yeah. Would you? Would, would you, I? Would, yeah. I mean, I, if, think Jack, if, I think Jack Campbell's worth. I think Jack Campbell's worthy to be a number one goaltender. You think a team's going to be willing to take on Quick's remaining contract? He has another th- three years at five point eight. And he's, he's 30, only at 5.8? 5.8 mil. Pretty cheap for a goaltender now. 33, uh, 33 years old. 
I mean, if you're a team looking to make a big playoff run and you need another solid goaltender, like, you know, we think about Murray and Flurry, they kept him and they won a cup. So sure. Quake is a two-time Stanley Cup champion. So if a team is looking to uh, bring in another goaltender for their run, I don't see why not. I think Campbell is worthy of a number one. I think he deserves it after signing a two-year deal with L.A. And I think it's time for Quick to, to see that maybe find a new home, even though he probably wants to play out his deal as well. And be an LA King for life but maybe it's time for a change and for both sides um in other news um Bobby Ryan has stepped away from the Ottawa Senators uh, he has joined the pretty much the player abuse program uh so best wishes to Bobby Ryan uh get well uh anything else that we're missing right now I don't think so I mean been an interesting year thus far uh didn't expect the islanders to be where they were correct didn't expect the edmonton oilers to be where they were where they are sorry but there's a lot of hockey to play definitely a lot of hockey to play um apparently seattle's expansion name is getting close uh, i just saw a headline right there uh so Ooh, that, that's a fun game what do you think game? they should be the krakens really the seattle krakens Fucking just a giant <laughs> water monster. A Kraken. Yeah, bro. Seattle Kraken. Or Krakens. Kraken. The Seattle Kraken? Yeah. Sounds like fire. It's fire right there. Um, we will try to be back next week. We'll try to figure out when Pedro is not at MSG uh, or school, and we'll just try to f- bunker down something yeah. uh, to get going. Uh, catch us on Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. Uh, subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, you know, all that jazz. Spotify. Forgot about Spotify. Uh, and until next time, See we will catch you guys later. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. On Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.